This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo, good afternoon, man. Merry Christmas. Man, good afternoon to you, too, and Merry Christmas to you, sir. It's that time of year. <laughs> it is, dude. It feels right, finally. I mean, you know, it, it, everything feels wrong because it's 2020, but, but uh, you know, it, it feels like Christmas. It's good. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't want to, you know, listen, listen, 2020 is kind of having the surprise little you know, bump up here at the end. If I'm being totally honest, I, I'm, I don't want to get excited. I don't want to try to make my, you know, like I, I've been depressed all year <laughs> and there is something about like joy and excitement and hope that just feels so, so foreign right now. But you know, it is that time of year, that special time of year. And on top of that, uh, man, you know, my wife, I, I just got to brag on her real quick. Uh, she is a champion. Uh, she is currently overseeing distribution of the vaccines for 14 different hospitals. Oh, wow. Look at that, man. That's amazing. Yeah. I thought you were yeah, going to say I'll... she just married to you and deserves some credit. But Well, you know what? That is true. <laughs> <Stuff>. <laughs> man, that's so cool. How about that? I've been telling my kids, I was like, y'all are going to be able to tell your grandkids that like your your mom did. Like it, it's a it's a big like it's a big deal. And she has that been cool, just man. absolutely nailing it man it's been it's probably working a lot of hours too i can imagine huh i mean more than working normal. a lot of hours it's been it's been some time but you know this is what we we've known this is coming for it's it's, it's the storm in the beach of normandy right like this is yeah. this is like the this is the big you know a, a big you know the push. big push and yeah yeah so uh it's, let's knock it's, this uh, joker out ex- <laughs> yeah she was she was saying that it's, it's been exciting because you know a lot of times people come to the hospital they're not exactly like happy <laughs> but and so you don't always get to see people when they're when they're in their uh, happy mode, but when you roll in with those vaccines, there's nothing but smiles on people's face. <laughs> so it's, you do get to kind of feel like Santa's elf, and uh, that anyway, is so funny. She's been, yeah, she's been doing that, which is exciting. And you know, it's wonderful, I, man. I got it. I got it. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it because we don't spoil things or anything like that here. Except you are about know. to talk about it. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I, I'm guessing. I, have you been watching The Mandalorian? Of course I haven't. I I just don't. Okay. I, I would I like to. I would like to. I that's just don't fine. like Disney. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. I'm just saying that something happened on the finale of The Mandalorian that, okay. that really, that was very un-2020. It was, it was like the most amazing thing ever, and I, I'm not going to talk about <laughs> it. But I'm just saying that well, that fantastic. really put me in in the right mindset man so i'm i'm, uh, I'm excited the uh, the christmas mode is is high on top of all these other little positive things i don't normally get to jump on here and share like some positive stuff i feel like no, all that's there. good <laughs> especially this yeah i'm working on my kitchen and i'm sick and i've got a record yeah. in my bedroom <laughs> now, the kitchen's done too and it looks so no. nice everything is just oh man this is a this is a happy christmas here this what, is a good christmas a, happy christmas what, Bo. <laughs> what did you what did you put in this eggnog happy christmas to you too sir <laughs> man, well, hey, man that's we, wonderful we have got to wish an extremely happy and Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all of our amazing listeners, but especially our patrons and the members of the Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club, who have brought this show to you every single week without fail, even in the midst of a pandemic. It would yeah. not be made possible. Yeah. And I, I swear to you, it would not be made possible <laughs> without the amazing, <laughs> amazing support of our patrons, man, and, and our club members. And, and dude, like here we are on the Christmas episode. We've got three new Squire members to give a shout out to. Ooh. Ooh, Merry Christmas to Country Squire Radio. Yeah, yeah. Should I do this like a, like an on on Dasher on on Prancer? 
If you can, I mean, I, I believe I in you. This if anyone, <laughs> if anyone could do it, it would be you. <laughs> or, you know, this is, this is how this is how Santa runs the sleigh into the ground. But let's try it on Justin, on Griffin, on Michael and Howarth, on Nathan, on Merton, and that's the end of the list. But welcome, <laughs> man, that is great. That is so good, Justin, Justin, Michael, Michael Nathan. and Nathan. Yeah, absolutely, that's man. fantastic, man. Justin, of course, uh, actually one of my very dear friends. Let's see, he uh, moved to. Uh, Vermont and uh, now currently resides in Pennsylvania, just kind of all over the map uh, after he was uh, studying to be a Greek Orthodox, or I'm sorry, uh, an Orthodox priest. Uh, I think he's actually at a Russian Orthodox school, but um, man, Justin, good friend of mine, and uh, man, thank you for hopping on board. Michael uh, Howarth and Nathan Merton, uh, brothers, we we just can't thank you enough for supporting us and uh, being a part of our family. So, um, man, thanks for for helping keep the lame jokes coming. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. Keeping the lights on and the mics hot. We really appreciate it, guys. That's and, uh, it. Hopefully, hopefully, since I, I'm pretty, I'm almost positive I didn't butcher anybody's names. I'm hoping that the reindeer thing uh, made up for the fact that I, I, I pronounced all your names right. So I don't know. Maybe maybe 2021 is going to be the the year of uh, correct name pr- pronunciation. No, 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 no. Let's not <laughs> let's not do that, man. No, this is, this is a staple of this show, sir. Uh, <laughs> a staple of my brain. Uh, we have got a special episode uh, this year. You know, I, I think back to the many Christmas episodes we've done over the years, man. We've done uh, things like talking about famous Christmas uh, 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 characters and, and their various pipe smoking uh, 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 charms that have made their way into uh, storytelling, nursery rhymes, of course. Chris Kringle himself being a big one, uh, Frosty the Snowman <laughs> with his corn cob pipe and his button nose. Uh, we've also done special crossovers with our, our friends over at uh, Pipes Magazine Radio, and of course Brian Levine, the uh, the the master of holiday ceremonies himself. That's right. Uh, but this week, man, we're we're doing something a little bit different here in 2020. You know, as we as we kind of you know we we, we do our best to to bring joy. Uh, you know, we're we're kind of like Santa Claus all year round, and that we we bring joy to pipe smokers everywhere. We we go around. In fact, every single week, we fly through the airwaves, and we we bring podcast episodes to all the good pipe smokers all around the world. And uh, and and if you if you're not a good pipe smoker, then I, well, I guess you, we're still bringing you your podcast, aren't you we? Get you, you, <laughs> you get hamster cage tobacco. You get hamster cage tobacco. That's right. That's exactly right. So we're even leaving you uh, podcast episodes or hamster cage tobaccos. But but you know what? This this is Christmas, man. This is the chance for us to sit back and let somebody else do a little mm. bit of the uh, the the flying around and giving gifts out. I'm talking about Chris Kringle, the world's the world's most famous pipe smoker. I think it's safe to say is Santa Claus, right? <laughs> of course, absolutely. I mean, right. I mean, like, it's got to be. Yeah. I, it's got to be. No, I would and think of course, so. I would think so. I'm sure that Santa, you know, in, has been appreciative of the fact that we've been, you know, uh, doing our best through the midst of this year. We we, we probably made the nice list, right? Um, it, d- Depending on your theological point of view, yes. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are y'all anti-Santa Claus in your house? No, we're, we're not. I'm just saying. Oh, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying as a good Calvinist, <laughs> as a good Calvinist, as, as all of us are uh, are fallen and, and uh, you know, of... Uh, short of the glory of God, then um, then we maybe we have been least bad. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I'm pretty sure that Saint Nick is Catholic, but regardless, we, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm pretty sure we no made presents the nice for list, Presbyterians, man. right? <laughs> I, no, no, man, we made the nice list, and and I'm I'm banking on it, man. In fact. Uh, I don't know about you, but I've been sitting here with my my letter to Santa Claus, Ooh. writing in on behalf of Country Squire Radio, of course, 
uh, you know, letting them know what we want this year. And you know what? I feel like we need to make it organized. What are three items that we want to see from Santa Claus this year? Mm. Uh, we're looking for our, our choice pipe, our choice tobacco, and our choice accessory. Now, I should clarify before we dive into this. This is not our best of. That's next week. Stay tuned. Yep, that's but this right. Is, this is not our. This is not our best of for this year. This is what like we that. want. This is this is this like is what we want. My desire, right? man. Like I, I'm, I'm sitting on Santa's lap, and that's kind of weird because I'm 36. It's still creepy. But you know, it was, uh, it was it, weird when you were a kid. I'm it, sorry. That's that's still weird. It I don't might be, but you know, it, it, at least you know back then it, people kind of expected, you know. But <laughs> man, but well, yeah, what do we, uh, what do we want for Christmas, man? I, I'm, uh, I, I definitely have some desires. Have I been a good boy? Uh, well, that. Uh, there's only one way to find out. So, uh, so let's start it off. Let's start off with the accessory. Uh, yeah. So, uh, can can I go first on this one? Yeah, I'd, I'd like that. Okay, I don't know if you've seen this, but I, I I've kind of like been looking at this thing, and I am deeply intrigued. And this is probably one of those you know things that everybody knows about, but but me, uh, it's it's, <laughs> a, it's it's a dragon's breath immortal lighter, and it's essentially like a fake match. I actually, I, have you have you heard about this before? No. Okay, so so I here I, I sent you a link. I, I'm, I'm right looking. At, the, I'm looking it up notes. now. Yeah, and so what you do is you kind of you stuff like the wick in kind of this metal thing, and it goes Look into the that. container, which yeah. has the lighter fluid, and then you pull it, and it's got a strike kind of strip on the side, and it is about one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And you know, one of the things that have always kept me from most of those you know lighters with kind of the you know the the Zippo lighters and all that kind of stuff right, is I'm. If I'm being totally honest, I'm a little intimidated by them. There's just something about the way in which the flame comes out. And I've seen like you and other people get crazy with those lighters where like the fluid <laughs> leaks. And so like the flame gets all over the place and yeah. that just creeps me out. No, man. It, it'll that. burn a hole in your pants. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so there's something about this though, that just like, Oh, so you, you literally, you light it, you, and you know, it's supposed to be able, because of the way that it's, you know, burning the oil and everything, you, you know, it's, it's supposed to be wind resistant and everything else. I've seen videos where people will, um, you know, kind of put that to the test, so to speak. Interesting. And yeah. Uh, yeah, and when you're done, you just you toss it back in the container. You you, you swirl it back in. Uh, it's waterproof, which is really really nice, especially if you're out there fishing, which I intend to do a lot more in 2021. So yeah, this is dear Santa. Please send me a Dragon's Breath Immortal Lighter. It's not that expensive, and I really want one. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah, it says before you use the igniter, you need to add a small amount of fuel, gasoline, or kerosene. <laughs> gasoline. Uh, let's just go with Zippo fluid. How about that? I think and Zippo let the fluid match probably. Stick, uh, and let the matchstick be inject, injected for uh, one to two minutes. Uh, the cotton core completely absorbs the fuel. Um, man, that's cool. And then on the outside, of course, it's got this thing that uh, it says is good for 10,000 times uh to to strike so that's uh yeah. that's that's a lot of match there that's great yeah you know it, it's yeah. cool i think i've seen something similar to this and um you know it it kind of is the best of both worlds it's mechanical uh and and uh you know perpetual but it also mimics uh you know the most uh you know simple way to light anything and that's the old uh, old-fashioned matchstick so striking um, the match absolutely yeah i like that man and, and they're beautiful you know of course you can get all these different designs and uh do you like the more gothic look looking ones or do you like the the wood panel ones Bo? do you have a preference well no, i did i did kind of like the scaly looking ones you know kind of with yeah. the, the dragon scale looking thing there's there's kind of a reddish yeah, one good. that i think is kind of cool but um yeah, yeah man i i think it's i think it's pretty awesome and i you know I, this is the kind of like when i when i saw this uh i, I think like a couple <laughs> of weeks ago or whenever it was i saw this i was like you know what i i could do this i don't do lighters but i could do this and i i, I kind of want this. it 
Yeah, it also <laughs> seems like a conversation starter. You know, if you bust this out to light your pipe, yeah, that's good. that's going to turn some sure. heads. So I'm I'm, I'm down if you with bust that. it out to light anything, yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> All right. Well, is it my right, turn? Now? So that's that's my accessories. Yeah. What's yours? Yeah, man, I love um, this this thing that I've actually been pining over for a long time, and it's really inexpensive, and so I don't know why I've never pulled the trigger, but it's something that I've wanted for uh, quite some time. Last year, uh, well, if, if you've been in the pipe community for, for a while, uh, you're probably familiar with some of the more uh, premium accessory makers. We've, you know, discussed many of them on air, and last year, our premium accessory, one of the pipe rolls that was made, that one, you know, accessory of the year for us last Last year on our best of show mm. uh, was actually by Kraken Pipe Leather, and Kraken Pipe Leather, gosh, right, has been making right, this yeah. really exquisite pipe accessory stuff for many years now, and and literally is is just some of the best out there. Uh, everything he does is creative. Uh, it, it's interesting. It's uh, it, it's got a story, but it's also kind of subdued, so it's not too you know conspicuous or anything. It's just really a lot of fun. Everything he does, and um, and of course the Kraken kind of. Uh, uh, mold is is everywhere on his work, and um, man, he's he's had something out for a couple of years that I've just really wanted and ne- never pulled the trigger on, and it's this simple cigar and pipe mat. It's a very simple, elegant little roll up leather mat, and you can stuff it in your pocket or in your uh, you know pipe case or or wherever it rolls up, and you know it's small, it goes in a jacket yeah. pocket, anything that's uh, that's very consistent. But you know when you're kind of setting up your pipe experience, uh, there's there's a lot of different ways to do this, right? Some people have made the pipe valet, which is kind of cool because you can lay everything out on maybe a nice uh, wooden uh, tray or mm. a, a leather molded tray that's got some rivets on the sides or something. Uh, this is very simple. It's something you can just kind of fold up, twirl up, and uh, and throw in your uh, your backpack or something, just very easy. And then you've got a really secure place to put your uh, you know uh, high end pipe if you're setting it on uh, a chair, or on the table, or even on the ground, uh, you know, rub out some of your favorite tobacco or prepare it, let it let it air out a little bit and get it ready for, uh, you know, preparation for uh, for loading in your pipe. Uh, you've got a place to kind of stage all your little knickknacks in order to, um, you know, to get ready for your pipe smoking experience. It really is a pipe smoking placemat. <laughs> and uh, and I, I just love these things. I've loved them for a long time. It's it's literally just a, a, a strip of leather, leather that's very... Uh, 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 easy to roll up and uh, conceal and uh, tote with you, and it's just something I've wanted for a while. So, um, yeah, I, I love it, too, because it's got this giant squid in the middle of it, <laughs> which is really neat, just kind of matches his, uh, you know, motif. But um, but just a really handsome piece and something that's uh, interesting and, and, for me, something that would be incredibly useful. You know, I'm curious, with the with the kind of the crack, I mean, you know, the— you know, I always think of, of course, like uh, crack and rum and that sort of thing. But with th- there is just something yeah. about that, like uh, iconic, like legendary deep sea beast. Is is it for you? Like, is it is it the Lovecraft connection with kind of the you know Cthulhu, or or is it just you think it looks cool? I think it looks cool, but honestly, I'm just a fan of you know crack and pipe leather's work. I just think you know everything they do is. Uh, is, is is particularly good. So okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, now, but you talk about the squid in the middle, and I'm like, you know, yeah. But I mean, that that's yeah. the thing. It is <laughs> right. It, there is something about that. That's um, yeah. It's 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 fun. You know, it's something interesting and different. And um, you know, it's just something. I I, I tend to like more classic things, more things that don't uh, you know, maybe necessarily have a big. Um, 
you know, flashy uh, embellishment or anything on it. But, um, you know, to me, it's just, uh, it, it's it, this is kind of neat because it is kind of subdued. But, um, you know, Jake uh, Brannick, who who does crack and pipe leather, uh, he uh, does a fantastic job. And, and everything he does, it's it's funky, but it's it's muted, you know, and it's just got a really, uh, a really <laughs> nice edge to it that, uh, you know, for people like me that, uh, you know, want to let their hair down, but maybe don't want want to dye it red. <laughs> right, 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 right. You're making a statement, but you're not trying to like, you know, broadcast it. Yeah, no, that's right. It, you know, it's like when you smoke a church warden pipe, you're really making a statement, but it's not a, you know, it's right. not a, it's not a multicolored, you know, pink with, uh, you know, diamond rhinestone <laughs> <laughs> church warden pipe. If that unless makes sense. it is, and, and you know, hey, unless you know, it is, there, there and then it, out there. to each yeah. his own, Bo. <laughs> the, the rhinestones are probably melt in that situation, but that that'd be interesting. They might <laughs> be interesting if you're a rhinestone <laughs> uh, pipe smoker. But uh, all right, great, man. Yeah, the cracking, uh, cracking placemat. I, I I dig it. I love I love uh, the I love the idea of creating a space too. Like when you're enjoying your pipe. Yeah. I mean, that's something that we all recognize like a need for or at least having that experience of, you know, setting down at the pipe shop or even if it's on your own patio or, or even just kind of your own own smoking space that you've already yeah. kind of preset one way or the other is, you know, you, you got to lay out, you got to lay out your pipe tobacco. You always want to kind of make sure you got something under it. If you've got shaky hands like me to make sure you're uh, capturing those uh, yeah. those ribbons that end up, you know, otherwise hitting the floor or the table and uh, so no, I think that's a that's a that's a cool idea. I'm I'm kind of kind of jealous already. Every time I open a tin of tobacco, I'm always fumbling, right? And and you speak of shaky hands. If if anyone's ever met me in person, you may have noticed. Like I I have <laughs> right. a very it pronounced tremor. <laughs> I mean, it's very. Uh, I mean, right, it it, right. it is something, you know. And so, it, for me, it's a kind of a disaster. Uh, it can be to, um, you know, sometimes stage this tobacco. But but on top of that, you know, you're always looking for a place to uh, crumble apart your tobacco in order to stage it to put it in your pipe. And uh, a lot of times, when you open a tin, the logical place would be to, uh, you know, put the tobacco on the underside of the tin. You know, take the lid of the tin off, set the lid aside, and then you know, put your tobacco maybe on top of that or something of that nature. And, you know, and that works fine. But the problem is you can't put your, you know, t- your lid back on the tin of tobacco until you've loaded your pipe. And so, um, you know, for me, that's just always one of these little annoyances that, uh, you know, kind of crops up. Mm-hmm. I use a lot of mason jars. And so uh, sometimes loading, you know, putting it uh, on the bottom of the lid of the mason jar can also present that same kind of uh, conundrum. These are just, these, these are literally, quote unquote, problems that only a pipe smoker would think would be an issue <laughs> but uh, you know as as a very particular one and as someone that uh you right. know has his preferences and it, you know it, i i just I, I love thinking about the non-pipe smoker that would tune in and be like really you need a placemat for your pipe and and the answer is well well yes of course <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly well no, that's uh that's a great one all right so there we go those are our accessories so now on to the pipe tobacco man let's see all right so i i kind of you know what? I'm not even going to be embarrassed by sharing this. <laughs> For pipe tobacco... Oh, you should be. I want some Frogmorton Cellar. No, oh. I want some Frogmorton Cellar. Okay. And yeah. Santa Claus is the only one who can get it. And I want... I, I know the elves, 
I know the elves aren't going to keep that secret to themselves. They're not going to take that that secret to their grave because they've got, you know what? I'm not going to get into it. It's Christmas. This is not Festivus. <laughs> I will air the grievances later. Point is, I want some Frogmorton cellar, and I know Santa can be the one to get it. I know that's probably cliche. I get that that's cliche, but you know what? It's Christmas. And Would you like a pumpkin spice latte to go with your Frogmorton cellar? No. Is, is that... <laughs> don't, that is blasphemy. How dare you? No, absolutely not. No, of course, Frogmorton cellar so good and we and we love it but uh but yeah man it's one of those things that gosh the whole world wants it's like uh you know when we were in uh college wanting a nintendo wii or something you know that's uh that's just that's the or thing. an yeah. xbox series x right now to be honest with you man yeah it's, it's pretty man, crazy out here i don't these, even know uh, what that means but that's in, that's impressive <laughs> <laughs> um no that's great do you do you still have any frog mortons left not just not cellar but any of the frog mortons left in your in your cellar bo I, I might, I might have, um, <clears throat> I might have a few put away. So, 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 I'm, I'm not going to get mad at people hoarding it. After you describe the contents of your cellar, can you just give us maybe your your mailing address or or yeah. even your zip <laughs> even your zip code, like I, the, maybe the subdivision you live in or something? I I, I don't know. We no, just, we, no, we want to make sure you're cared for this Christmas. <laughs> Listen, listen, if we we're going to do that, we know, like, look, we need to write a movie about, like, us breaking into Russ's house, or Russ Hicks' house, because, you know, he's got the, he's got the real, real cellar. <laughs> he's Gosh, got the vault. Pounds and pounds and pounds. Absolutely. Well, him him and Brian, too. Brian, of course, has a uh, a uh, lifetime supply and, and then some of uh, of McClellan tobaccos, of course, that he was, uh, you know, he was a big fan of. So, um, yeah, you know, I, yeah. we should, you know, if anyone ever needs to uh, unload some of that, uh, you know, just let us know. <laughs> <laughs> just saying Santa can get his hands on it. And if, if, if this is letters to Santa, I want some frog Morton cellar. Uh, yep. Please dear Santa. Do, but what know, about you, man? What, 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 what do you get for the pipe tobacconist who literally has everything? Well, it, there is a new tobacco on the market that, uh, that I'm very interested in, in trying and have not tried yet. Very, um, very excited about it. I guess this would be uh, right up there with the uh, PSL, hashtag PSL of the season. But, uh, man, really mm-hmm. excited about Mac Barron's brand new vanilla roll cake. Um, it's not very often that Ooh, okay. uh, one of the most, you know, venerated tobacconists in the world, that, you know, pr- tobacco manufacturers in the world, uh, comes out with a, you know, a new uh, line that is going to be a regular production line. Now, nowadays, you see a lot of limited production, special productions, uh, uh, limited run type things. But you know, uh, it, you don't see very often one of these blue ribbon brands uh, come out and make a uh, tobacco that is going to be man. We, this is a tobacco that's new. Um, it's going to be regular production, and you can get it uh, immediately. And so, uh, man, it's it's just selling really hot, and I have not tried it yet. But uh, Mac Baron Vanilla Roll Cake. I'll read the description for. For you. Uh, this is from Tobacco Reviews. Manufactured largely by hand in accordance with age-old traditions, MacBaron's Vanilla Roll Cake features a wrapper of whole-leaf Virginias with additional Virginias and partially Cavendished whole-leaf dark-fired Kentucky serving as the foundation. Hmm. Further enhancing the natural sweetness of the Virginias and the spice of the Kentucky Cavendish is a subtle casing of premium Madagascar Vanilla. 
uh, smoky, piquant, and yet smooth and creamy. Uh, vanilla roll cake represents a confluence of tradition and innovation, applying traditional preparation to MacBaron's signature Danish approach to casings for a naturally sweet, nuanced, and supremely enjoyable smoke. And uh, of course, you couldn't, uh, you know, couldn't write that um, more eloquently. But um, MacBaron, um, of course, I'm a I'm a fanboy. You know, guilty as charged. Uh, one of these guys that just really. Uh, really loves uh, how they do tobaccos, how they uh, how they process their tobaccos, how they package them, how they stabilize them in order to you know to keep them fresh and all that kind of stuff. I just think Mac Barron does a really really good job and and has been really consistent mm. over decades of time. And so uh, you know it's one of those companies whenever they come out with something that's new, uh, y- your head turns. You think, well, I've got to try that. You know, even if it's not something that uh, necessarily is in your wheelhouse and um, what. What they've done here, as I mentioned, you know, just reading the description, just this various bright leaf and interestingly flavored, uh, you know, blend of Virginias and and dark fired, uh, fire cured leaf. Uh, you know, they've they've kind of taken this whole thing, and it's a medium to full bodied beauty uh, that has this essence of vanilla. For all signs, it's, it appears that it's not a necessarily syrupy tobacco or a um, you know cloying type of tobacco. It's something that uh, is going to be more um, you know. Uh, d- delicate and nuanced, and uh, that's something you would expect from a Mac Baron branded uh, aromatic, which is uh, which is really nice. And of course, I like these crossover blends too that feature. Uh, real tobacco flavors. You're gonna, you know, my impression of this is you're gonna taste the Virginia. You're gonna taste the dark fired. Um, you, you know, you're gonna have that, uh, you know, that that you know base there of a of a naturally, uh, you know, flavored tobacco, nat- a naturally sweet tobacco that also has a, the augmentation of a little extra flavoring of the vanilla. And so, um, I, I love that. You know, I'm just a big fan of, uh, you know, taking that. And I think that's a very historic and very um, consistent with uh, tobacco you know history just a very historic way of uh, of processing tobacco just you know playing off the strengths of the flavor of the leaf itself and and yet adding some uh, some some additional flavor to enhance it uh, you know think about all the navy men over the years that uh, that did that with rum and their favorite tobacco rations mm-hmm. you know I just I, I think that that's a yeah. uh, just a real tribute to, to how tobacco should be done and uh, Mac Barron does a good job with this they don't really you know, have a a sticky, you know, super super sweet aromatic that's blended as a a Mac Baron product. Even the Seven C stuff, you know, it's going to be a little more muted and um, not a. Uh, you know, they don't have a. Gosh, I'm trying to think like an autumn evening or something that's uh, or a multi dolce that's going to be kind of over the top with these, uh, you know, velvety, uh, luscious, juicy, uh, you know, uh, aromatic notes that are there. It's something that's very more, uh, you know, much more subdued. And and I, I like how they do that. So um, and again, that Danish approach to flavoring tobacco, they they go with this Danish Cavendish. Cavendish uh, is is not a leaf. It's a it's a process that tobacco undergoes in order to make it uh, more well-rounded, naturally sweet, bring out some of the, uh, you know, the flavors that maybe would be, um, you know, hidden a little bit there in its natural state. And uh, we think of Black Cavendish a lot. Uh, Black Cavendish, of course, is, um, 
you know, it, it, it has that color. It's made of Virginia's and Burley uh, or some combination thereof, often is steamed or toasted in order to come out with this real uh, silky, kind of naturally vanilla, uh, natural vanilla flavor to it. But, you know, th- there's other types of Cavendish that are not quite as uh, as dramatic, a little less processed, a little more uh, maybe elegant. And, and that Danish Cavendish is a real tradition that's something that Mac Barron um, has been doing for, for, for decades and decades. And um, yeah, just really nice the way they sweeten stuff and uh, and again, play off the, um, you know, the natural flavor of the tobacco. So yeah, man. All right. Well, I think you, I want it. I was about to say, I think you've kind of made us all want it now. That's, <laughs> that's great. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, vanilla in particular is just one of those flavor profiles that I don't know you often think about when it comes to pipe tobacco, but it's a very like pleasant addition I find in most pipe tobaccos I've had. I don't think I've ever had a like pipe tobacco with vanilla in, in, in the, uh, in the mix that I haven't yeah. liked. I'm not saying they're not out there. I'm just saying they are. Really. So many of the best-selling <laughs> so. tobaccos in the world have a vanilla component to them. You know, you think of uh, Lane yeah. 1Q and the uh, the vanilla notes that are there. Uh, several of our blends that we make here in house that um, you know have a, a similar vanilla note. I think of Cherokee, Rivendell, Chesapeake. I mean, these uh, vanillas are just very timeless. It's something that appeals to a lot of uh, flavor profile you know palettes. It makes the room smell nice, and um, you know these are these are tobaccos that are popular. And I think. Uh, you know, if one of the uh, best blending houses in the world is going to take it, a, you know, take a stab at a uh, vanilla roll cake, uh, put me down. I want to try it. All right. Well, there you go, man. All right. That's that's a good one. That's a very, very good one. And, and now I feel kind of lame because mine was just the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag PSL. <laughs> man, who doesn't want Frogmorton Cellar? Don't feel ashamed. Roll with it. I baby. mean, exactly. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. Thank you for that. All right. Now then, everybody knows, if, if they didn't before, they know now. I mean, you are like the tobacco nerd on this show. Like, that, that, is, that is who you are. you are. You are a pipe nerd when it comes to the, uh, the pipe tobacco. Uh, folks, folks are about to find out that I'm, I, I am a different kind of nerd. I'm, I'm a pipe geek that is all about the pipe itself and the art of yeah. the pipe and, and kind of the various, you know, uh, styles, shapes, but also just what you can find with kind of custom carvers. And I am a sucker for innovation on the whole when it comes to this industry. I'm a sucker for innovation on the whole for any industry. But yeah, just period. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just always excited to kind of see some new things. And uh, it, it's interesting because, you know, as we've been prepping for this, uh, for next week's episode, for the, uh, for the best of for this year, um, you know, kind of doing, doing the research and kind of looking back over some of the different, um, especially kind of in the, in the uh, pipe carving world, but, but even beyond that and the accessories as well. And, and even with the blends, there's, there's, there's been some innovation, some pretty significant innovation. And, and that always excites me that to me, innovation showcases the health of a hobby, the health of an industry. And, uh, whenever there is innovation, I think that's a, that's a good thing. All that to say, I, I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to throw something into the mix here that, that is going to be. <laughs> kind of different. So I don't have a specific pipe because I haven't seen this exist yet in the industry. And I'm not saying that it's not out there, but it's not something that I personally have like witnessed yet. So I am very, how do I, how do I, how do I set this up? Look, I, you know, some of my favorite episodes that we've done is when we get like super like poetic and romantic about the pipe, right? About pipe smoking, about the history that exists, uh, you know, especially like when it's, it's used in other art forms and media, you know, Lord of the Rings, obviously a major inspiration yeah. for a lot of modern day pipe smokers. Like there is something about kind of seeing this very 
uh, uh, tangible, this very kind of romantic kind of uh, uh, practice uh, being used in a fast-paced world to slow you down and to kind of engage in a little bit more of a, a thoughtful way with the world around you. And, you know, look, some people are going to be like, oh, just give me my cherry tobacco and carry on. <laughs> and that's fine. I'm not, I'm not judging that. Uh, that's fine if that's you. But that's not me. Like, I get into kind of the, the narrative, the meta narrative of the pipe. We all know that. <laughs> well, exactly. And so one of the things that I would love is to see a pipe carver kind of come onto the scene in much the same way that our folks, our friends over at uh, Cedar Lore Forge have where they are crafting pipes that don't just come with beautiful art, beautiful shapes, beautiful carvings, but also come with something of a story that they kind of create essentially like a pipe lure to kind of go around that particular Hmm. pipe. Uh, And I'll I'll give you, I'll give you an example of kind of what, what I'm thinking here. And I'm, you know, I'm not saying this is the thing, but you know, earlier, I think it was this year, maybe it was last year. I was kind of kicking around, you know, you, you see kind of these pipes that are like done in the shape of, of Thor's hammer, right? Like, you know, people will do, uh, either kind of the the Marvel Thor hammer, or they'll they'll do something that's a little bit more uh, kind of traditional with uh, Norse mythology and that sort of thing. So I, I kind of I was I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, I would love to actually see a pipe come onto the scene, but with an explanation as to why it looks like this hammer. So so I kind of wrote something down. I want to share with you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. There are a few left who know the tale. Pillars of smoke rained forth from Nedavellir as the Dwarven Forge worked their magics. Hammer after hammer falling to mold mystic metal for the lords of Asgard. Mm. When the High King's son required a worthy adornment, there can be no finer tool nor mightier weapon than Mjolnir, the Hammer of Thor. One of a kind in all the nine realms with no runestone, nor talisman, nor trinket to match its splendor. Or so many believed. Legends whisper that the dwarves withheld the greatest of prizes deep within their smithing halls, for as the metal cooled and the day's work was done, a pipe was lit to bask in the glory of their handiwork, a pipe carved in the very shape and style of the king's hammer, a pipe said to have properties that only the dwarves themselves could truly unlock. However, it is said that whoever smokes this pipe, if they be worthy, shall possess these powers untold. Pipe lore, man. Pipe lore. I love the idea. I love it. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I love the idea of like those stories that kind of can wrap around some yeah. of, especially these like custom, you know, uh, pipes that you see that really kind of, you know, not even just fully push the envelope, but but really just like make a statement. Like, I, I would know, love to see some pipe lore crafted I, around some of these designs. I don't know how it works because I've never played, but it almost sounds like a Dungeons and Dragons kind of item. You know what I mean? Something that <laughs> right, uh, right, something, right, yeah. something that you would bring in. It's got this story, and it's part of this you know narrative that the uh, you know. Uh, what is it, the Dragon Master or whatever, you know, is, is kind of... You know, Dungeon Master, I think. I've only Masters played like three times kinda, in my life, maybe. Kind of yeah. weaving, you know, and all this stuff. I, I think it's great, you know, and it's something that, like, man, that, you know, gives that much more meaning and richness to it as you're smoking your pipe. And, um, yeah, you know, we've talked before about pipes that have uh, purpose to them, you know. Uh, uh, you know, I've got a pipe that, uh, you know, I smoke when I'm particularly thinking about my daughter, you know, and we've uh, talked about the Native American mm-hmm. pipes that uh, made out of the the Catlinite that, uh, you know, of course, they uh, have a very, you know, specific purpose for, uh, you right, know, the first yeah. peoples here. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I like that. I think there's, um, you know, elements that, of, of that that give it more meaning. So it's great. I think so, man. I think that there's a way to, like, really, like, lean into, you know, I, I, I know I'm not alone. Like, I know I represent, like, 
you know, maybe not a vast majority of pipe smokers, but certainly a, a like a, a good chunk of pipe smokers in the modern era who do connect with the practice in more of kind of a thoughtful way. Yeah. And, 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 you know, there is something about having that story to kind of pull you in and help you kind of engage with the art form. And anyway, I just, that's, if the, let me put this out. So dear Santa, I don't know <laughs> if this exists, if there is a pipe carver out here who is doing this kind of thing. But if so, I just want to know who they are. I want to, I want to engage with their, with their work, their content and that sort of thing. Cause I just, I think that it's a, it's an exciting um, it's an exciting space that is yet to be explored in, 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 you know, in the industry and yeah, there you go. So pipe, I want a pipe with some story, man. I want, I want pipe lore. Dear Santa, That's what I want this. Please year. bring me a pipe that gives me magical powers when I smoke it. <laughs> well, <The end>. <laughs> <laughs> sincerely, Frank York. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Fantastic. That's great. That's great. All right. So that was me waxing poetic. What is your pipe? I love it. I love it. You <laughs> nailed it, man. Um, I, I think that's great. Uh, yeah. A, a, a pipe maker I've admired for a long time is uh, someone that if you, you know, follow the pipe scene, you may know uh, it's, it's a uh, bullfrog pipes. Uh, he is, uh, it's Jeremiah who's out of uh, Melbourne, Australia. And he just, he just does a really good job. And I would, I have wanted one of his gum nut pipes uh, for a long time. The gum nut tree is uh, indigenous to uh, Australia. It's uh, this particular puts off these particular, um, you know, acorn type things that have this uh, kind of funky shape to them. Almost looks like a brandy glass or a, a little, um, you know, kind of a snifter or something. And, and they have this little flare at the top. And uh, bullfrog pipes. He's done this for quite a while now, where he kind of has this, um, you know, signature shape that is in the shape of a gum nut yeah it looks like a pipe bowl that's crazy it does it's really 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 cool um something that he's majored in and uh but it's more than just a you know a kitschy thing this is a, a shape within itself that's become very popular and it uh uh he's really kind of pioneered this and it's and it's cool because it's an homage to his uh you know to his home uh you know the the you know the great uh, nation of australia and so yeah. the, or the commonwealth i guess i should say but um yeah just a beautiful pieces and i've really wanted one of these for a long time um jeremiah um uses uh incredible briar he he's very big on, uh, you know, horn uh, accents, things, you know, bamboo. You'll He'll use all kinds of funky uh, ebonite and, and only the best ebonite that he can get his hands on. Just very, uh, very talented. And so, you know, his... His pipe this is a full-time pipe maker, and so he, you know, is someone that, uh, you know, that lives on a continent that doesn't have a whole lot of pipe smokers because of, uh, you know, laws they have uh, down there and, and that kind of thing. And down so, under, are you saying down, down under, under the, the, they don't have the, some the pipe la- laws, eh? They, they've got some restrictive laws on the pipe smoking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh and, all right. Uh, Oh, no, and no, so, yeah, no. Sorry, I just want to uh, get really <laughs> offensive to our Australians. I feel like you got to get it out. Yeah, yeah just go I'm sorry. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it's it's true, you know. So he's, uh, man, just does an incredible job as someone that has, um, you know, given himself over to this full-time thing. And, um, man, and, and is uh, selling his pipes literally all over the world and just does a fantastic job. So one of his gum nut pipes is something that have been on my list for, um, for a very long time. He uses, uh, you know, like I said, a lot of these uh, kind of 
funky, uh, you know, colors, uh, you know, staining along with uh, stem material that's very interesting and uh, kind of aggressive, you know, and then he'll pair it with, uh, you know, whether it be a, um, you know, really cool acrylic, uh, you know, shank cap or maybe some type of antler uh, or bamboo. He's, uh, he's just really good at what he does. And, you know, these pipes are uh, incredibly high quality and certainly, um, you know, renowned now worldwide. And so um, something I'd something I'd really like. It's one of those that I've had my eye on for um, for quite some time and want to add to the collection really bad. So, uh, so dear Santa, bring me a bullfrog pipe gum nut. <laughs> Man, that's a good. That that that's a, it. Sounds like a pipe that could even use its own uh, uh, deep dive exploration in the future. The gum nut. Like yeah. this is the first time I'm literally seeing a gum nut. Like like the actual yeah. gum nut. I guess fruit nut. It's got to be a nut, right? I, I think it's like an acorn kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. That's that's wild. Do you eat well, you know what? I don't know. I'm going to have to I need to wikipedia this and see if this is something that's edible. You google or... it. Like get get I just know the shape. You google it and find out more about it. Let us uh, you know re- re- report back in a week. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go and eat one and let you know how it happened. Okay, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. If that, I don't come back great. in a week, then uh, nope, not edible. Uh so yeah, <laughs> there you go. The gubnut. Man, that's a great. That's a that's a great great option, man. So you know, the funny thing is 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 kind of thinking through our our dear Santa list here. I mean, obviously you know, it, you know, for me, you know, the sky's the limit, but for you, like you've got everything. So it is always very interesting to know what you personally would, uh, would ask the big man up at the North pole for. And, um, yeah, I think you've got some good, <laughs> good options here. And so I think we'll conclude this letter to Santa Claus by saying that, of course we will leave milk and cookies right there by the chimney waiting for him. But you know what, just to put it over the edge, why don't we leave a couple of like some choice pipes from our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum? Cause you know, Santa is going to need his pipe after a long night of flying around and you know, he's going to be kicking back with a good, good corn cob pipe from our friends at Missouri Meerschaum. <laughs> Man, that is exactly right. You know, one of their classiest pipes to me, something that just exudes uh, a little bit of taste and panache is uh, is their Dagner Poker that, of course, has mm. been out for a few years. And uh, it's a handsome pipe. It has a barrel uh, a barrel chamber, the bowl shape that's just very attractive. It's the uh, poker shape where the, uh, you know, shank and uh, stem come out at, at a, you know, kind of an angle from the uh, from the bowl of the pipe. And it's uh, it's just, you know, covered with just a very handsome silver colored band and a, and, and a very high quality uh, uh, stem. And so I, I love this particular pipe. I think it's very handsome. It's one of those that uh, is, um, you know, very uh, high quality and, and fun, but it's also a little bit subdued and it'd make the perfect Christmas pipe for someone to uh, to enjoy. So check it out. You can go to corncobpipe.com uh, and, uh, and grab one today. Uh, I'd like to mention one more time too, uh, as this episode goes out, it'll mm-hmm. be Wednesday, just a couple days before Christmas, and they are still doing their 25 gifts of December uh, there at, at corncobpipe.com. So if you go uh, there, you can actually enter to uh, win their 25 days of giving. Uh, you know, they're doing one door prize every day uh, for folks that enter, and, you know, a lot of cool stuff. They're giving away all kinds of uh, merch, uh, pipes, you know, different uh, smoking products and uh, hats and t-shirts and, and all kinds of stuff. So check it out. Um, we think you'll uh, be happy that you did, and uh, tell the folks at Missouri Meerschaum that we sent you. That's right. It's a great way to let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know we appreciate them for sponsoring this show. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pipe question of the week. Pipe question of the week. I love this because this actually kind of plays into what we've uh, done this episode, but this is coming yeah. from Phil Patterson who says, Hey fellas, thank you for the continued effort and dedication to the show. You guys are my number one podcast of the year on Spotify. So thanks for getting us through 2020 and here's to 2021. Now for the question, let's say you're traveling the, uh, traversing the U S from the rolling peaks of the smoky mountains to the arid hollows of the Western canyons. You meander from town to town. One 60-gram can at a time. You stop at a tobacco shop anytime your finger finds one on the map and enjoy a bowl of the house favorite, but you can't take any with you. You see, you've packing light these days and traded your favorite pipe roll for a two-year supply of your favorite fresh of your favorite den a fresh one waiting for you at the post office in each city that you make it to rummaging through your satchel you feel the thick coin and yank it out like a catfish out of the beaver hole ah at last you twist off the top and uh, mutter to yourself blank the finest leaf around if you were traveling around and could only take one can with you <laughs> I love, uh, th- see this is what i'm talking about this is what i talk about logan I said, Phil, Man. This, is, this is actually from Talk Logan. about was, narrative and just, you know, buying into the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And my bad. I, I, I attributed this to Phil and we, we got Phil for next week. But no, this is actually coming from Logan uh, Rolf. And man, Logan, I, full props to you, man. This is a great setup. The question is, if you're traveling around and can only take one can with you that is like basically resupplied itself, you want to talk about a magic tin of tobacco, what would it be? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 what would it be? Okay. So so before you before you answer... Um, I, I, I know exactly what this is. I know exactly what this would be for me. And it's, it's, you know, I, I, despite the fact that I just asked Santa Claus for some frog warden and I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do the McClellan thing again, because (laughs) the reality is, is that like, I always attribute, uh, being on the road, especially being out in the wilderness with treasure Island from the country squire. Like the first time I ever went fly yeah. fishing, I got a whole like, you know, like an ounce of it or however much of it. I can't remember what, what I got, uh, but I, but I got, I had a bag of it and I tucked it away in my fishing vest and I got out there with my corn cob pipe 
my country gentleman, I got out there, I started puffing that bad boy. First of all, it's like got that deep rum taste. It is super sweet, which honestly, mm. I love. Now, it is not great. I will be the first one to admit, it is not great when you're fishing because it's got like a, a strong smell to it, and it's not exactly great when you're trying to catch trout. But it's wonderful when you're surrounded by like, <laughs> the, you know, the, the leaves changing all around you up in like, you know, the, on the Rogue River outside of Grand Rapids and, you know, just enjoying kind of the, the cold breeze while you're, you know, waist deep in uh, some of the clearest, most beautiful water. Yeah. And, uh, and I always now attribute that, that deep rum flavor of Treasure Island with kind of being out, like, you know, being out in nature and kind of like seeing parts of America that I'm, I'm not as familiar with. So that would be the one that would be the one that I would choose. Man, well, well played. I, you know, it, to me, a, a tobacco came to mind immediately that I've loved for a very long time and just presses a whole lot of buttons for me. Uh, and that tobacco, I, I've mentioned it on the show before, would be HH Pure Virginia from Mac Barron. Uh, gosh, just a, again, you know, <laughs> Mac Barron fanboy, love how they do stuff. But, uh, you know, a, a, a delicious uh, tobacco, a flake tobacco that, uh, you know, comes in either the 1.75 ounce tin or the three and a half ounce tin. Um, uh, delicious. It's got uh, just a nice uh, Virginia Virginia flavor to it. It's got, uh, you know, leaves from you know, both North America and Africa that uh, give it some zing. And it's all, it's all a, you know, very natural. Uh, no top flavor has been added to this. It doesn't have a, you know, vanilla topping or any kind of, uh, um, you know, perfume that's been kind of in, encased into this. It's just very, uh, very simple. And it, it has a nice buttery flavor to it as well. So uh, love this tobacco. It's something that's in my regular rotation. I always keep a couple jars full it around but um mac beer in pure virginia um that would be um that would be my self-replenishing tobacco of choice that's cool man <laughs> and what a great question from logan i appreciated this one man so uh thank you so much yeah i like that, that. Uh, we hey, what? Let us know what y'all think. What would y'all's uh, you know magically replenishing pipe tobacco be? Let's also like add the caveat that you know you can't like just like put it in bags and sell it on eBay. Like this is like literally for you. This is like what you chose for you. Uh, I'd be curious what people. Yeah, say. I'd love uh, you know constant supplies of Stonehaven and uh, you know <laughs> right. an un, uh, unrestricted eBay account. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Well, there you go. Uh, Logan, thanks so much for that pipe question. And hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week for us, send it in show at countrysquireradio com. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, man. First listener feedback this week is from Jonathan. He says, hey, I'm catching up on Squire Radio and I heard the comment from Jack. Oh, oh, I know what this is. Okay. All right. All right. Hopefully we're about to make somebody's like, like Christmas dream come true. Like, I think, I think we, we, we might be like, like pulling Ooh. a Christmas miracle for somebody. I hope, I hope we're, we're about to, this is, this is, all right. <laughs> sorry. I got really, I, I forgot about this and then I see it. I'm like, oh yeah, I got really excited about this. All right. <clears throat> this is from Jonathan. Jonathan reached out to us. He says, Hey, I'm catching up on Squire radio and heard the comment from Jack quote, Jack, that you read about the continental blend from the original Tinderbox. I know I have some Continental 54 left over from the last time that I was there prior to them closing down. Don't know if he's in the lounge or still listening to the show, but I would be willing to pass along some or all of what I have so that he can keep his memory alive. Hope you and your family are doing great. And again, that's from Jonathan. So I didn't want to like, you know, like, you know, I I can't like, we can't give people's contact information out. Like we, we can't do that per se, but, but Jack, if you're listening, and you're cool with us hooking Jonathan up with your with your contact information. <laughs> Let us know 
because you may be able to get some of this uh, this continental, uh, which which you know, Merry Christmas, brother, if that's the case. That is cool. That is really cool. I love when that kind of thing happens. You know, it's uh, gosh, it's amazing. So uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can uh, you know make some um, make some matches uh, here this holiday season. Yeah, man, absolutely. I, I think that's great. We got uh, also a, an email in or a comment from Justin who said, <laughs> "A great great episode last week. Uh, very much enjoyed it. Only thing I take exception to is Bo's assertion that Christmas is over at ten a.m. Christmas is just beginning," says Justin. Uh, for you, that's great. <laughs> for, for, for not for me not for me <laughs> christmas is over 10 a.m the, the christmas eve honestly is when like christmas really i mean honestly you know the whole season but christmas eve is always just the the peak for me and um after 10 a.m i'm gonna play, play be playing some legos with the kids now it's, it's gonna be a fun day but go ahead and plot taking your lights down you grinch yeah. oh come <laughs> on all right hey man we got uh, uh let's see safari pete wrote in uh i think this is an itunes review right here you want to take this one from safari pete yeah, he says, uh, great information, great twosome. I've been smoking a pipe since 1968 and have been collecting pipes since 1972. Uh, these two Southern gentlemen, he, uh, <laughs> Safari Pete's being very gracious. Uh, these two Southern gentlemen have brought my interest into this hobby to heights like never before. Uh, they're a perfect pair for this radio show. I must get to the Country Squire brick and mortar to meet the principal or guidance counselor that is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for very much for uh, your wonderful expertise. Uh, you can prove uh, you can teach an old dog new tricks. Uh, warm regards, and that's from Peter Feld, uh, Peter Field, uh, and uh, man, very um, thoughtful listener, someone that uh, that we're very glad's in our community. Uh, he says, "P.S. I am a supporter of this fa- fantastic podcast. In addition to the wonderful podcast, I totally recommend listening to, uh, and that's uh, uh, Pipes Magazine Radio. And of course, um, you know we uh, we definitely support uh, everyone tuning in to uh, Brian and and their uh, their great." Great show as well. So uh, check it out. A lot of good media uh, related to pipe smoking on the air. And uh, man, we're so glad, Peter, that you found us. Yeah, absolutely, man. Happy to be part of that. Uh, all right. And then finally, uh, this one is from Israel US uh, on iTunes. One of my favorite podcasts. Been listening since the beginning. These guys are awesome. Such great personalities. It's neat to see how they have evolved and become so familiar with the content of pipes and tobacco and the like, especially since those beginning episodes. <laughs> Sorry, I had to laugh at that. I would love to come and visit someday. Never been to that part of the country. Uh, stay, stay safe, guys and gals. Uh, man, that that is, uh, yeah. You know what? It just, it, you know. So, so you know, one of the reasons why we, we encourage people to to support the show is because without the support, there is no show. Like that's that's that is that's a big part of it. Uh, and you know, we love <laughs> the connection and being able to connect e- each other and and you know, seeing like the the pipe lounge on the Facebook group and everything and. You know, it's a, it's a great community and, and it's a wonderful thing. One, one of the, I, I don't call it a benefit. One of the punishments for, for one of the penances for supporting this show is that you do get access to the first <laughs> 100 episodes of the podcast that we ever did. And if you're, if you're newer, if, if you, if you haven't been listening for seven years, then, you know, you're, <laughs> you might not have heard those a hundred episodes because there's no other way to get them except for becoming a patron. And you know Why? Why would you do that to yourselves? They're 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 awful. They're just they're just terrible. <laughs> 
we really want to make those available only to people that really love what we're doing because we feel like at that point we've kind of got you hooked well, in like you know, and to all. the community yeah, and the exactly. vision and what we're doing. And, 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 and so at that point, you know, you're kind of in the trust tree. And then so, okay, we'll give you access to our dirty history. And, <laughs> and, and, and there it is. And uh, Israel USA, rec, uh, you know, mentions he's been listening uh, since those early episodes and uh, neat to see how we've evolved and uh, become familiar with all this great content and, and actually good at what we do. And, uh, man, you are so right. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, yeah. It's been a, it's been man, a process. Thank you so much. We're, <laughs> man, we're very thankful for you. Appreciate you writing in. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us, too. Absolutely. Man, I listen, this has been a, this has been a fun episode uh, as we kind of head on into, uh, you know, we're, we're deep in the holiday season and right here with uh, Christmas around the corner. It's, uh, you know, the, despite it being a dark year, it is nice to be able to have kind of this this bright uh, moment of joy. You know, yeah, before before the show, I'll kind of pull the curtain back and kind of share that we're recording about about an hour later than we normally do because, you know, we had a, a family Zoom call where all the kids got together and the cousins got together and decorated cookies yeah. while, you know, everybody's talking over each other and everything. But it's 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 beautiful. It's like, you know, even in the midst of everything that's gone on. Uh, people are still reaching out and to the best that we're able to, you know, touch each other, so to speak, like we're, we're, we're finding ways and man, I, I don't, I don't know how I could have survived a pandemic, not in modern times, you know what I mean? With the ability to, I mean, as frustrating as <laughs> it is to have Zoom man. calls and, and everything else, like even this podcast, even, even right now, man, even like I, you know, with the move, like we can still, we can still yeah. keep this thing going and, and it's, Anyway, our ability to stay connected and I know, man, we're, we're incredibly thankful, <laughs> incredibly thankful. We've been incredibly blessed and we've incre- been incredibly blessed by all of you. So I do want to say before signing out, you know, just happy holidays. Have a very Merry Christmas. Um, just, you know, you, you and all of you who are uh, listening and tuning in, um, y'all are you, you were, you'd be surprised how much y'all are on our thoughts, but y'all are all on our thoughts. And, uh, and yeah. we appreciate y'all's uh, y'all support and and sticking with us throughout this uh, this crazy crazy season. So uh, thank you very much. And of course, you can keep up with us throughout the uh, the week. You can follow us on the Twitters. I'm at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole. Or you can get us at the shop at at underscore Country Squire. At Squire Radio is the show's handle, but all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, man, uh, let's uh, let's go have a very Merry Christmas and then, you know, make sure that we're dusting off our tuxes and getting the champagne ready. Because, of course, right around the corner yeah. next week is our best of. And that's that's the Oscars of, of the pipe tobacco world, right? I mean, that's it is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> especially especially since Chicago didn't happen this year that we're, we're kind of we're kind of it, right? <laughs> you know what? Let's save it for You'd next like week. like to think so. Let's save it for yeah, next week. That's right. right. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Bo. See you, buddy.
Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 